Good Monday morning, day, or afternoon. This is Drunk Discussions. Thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, I am joined today with Preston and Paul. How are you guys doing? The two peepees. Pretty good. You love man. our peepees, don't you? Pretty good. Man, fuck you, Paul. You got a small <laughs> winner anyway. What, what are you drinking on, Preston? I got that motherfucking thing on me. You know, the neo-Nazi smacker, the, the shebang, the twisted tea. <laughs> is it the big boy can too? Oh, it is 110% the tall boy. What are you drinking on, Connery? Uh, a few things, actually. I got vodka, Bud Light Platinum, Corona Extra. Yeah, I call it the it's Friday, I got to clear out my fridge type of drinking type of night. So, what do you got there? Uh, I'm actually trying something new, and this is for my local Ohioans. I have two bourbons that I've decided to buy and try. I have Cincinnati Distillery, which is an Ohio straight bourbon. And then I have Horse Soldier Reserve, which is from Columbus, Ohio, Reserve Bourbon. Um, and they're both fantastic. But that Reserve, man, it's 126 proof. Knock you on your ass. Well, everyone, take a shot, take your drink. Cheers. Let's roll that intro. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Here's Gerald. <laughs> Come on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more. Because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. Welcome back, everybody. So we have some fun questions that people love to send in to us. Now, this one's going to be a little bit more random and sporadic. We're catching up to some of the people that sent us in emails. Um, so we're going to start off with the first one. Um, this is actually directed at you, Connery. I think you have someone that has a, a little crush on your voice. The one said that they, they love your voice. This is from Sarah from Quebec, Canada. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? And one of them, could it please be me? <laughs> so I'll let you take that away. Well, if there's one thing I know about Canadians, they're hairier than me. You just got to get sure? closer to the mic. Yeah, bro. You want me to get closer to the mic? Yeah, get it real wet. All right. You said it was Sarah? Stop, stop. <laughs> Sarah, if I could have three wishes, I'd have a lot more money. And a bigger penis. <laughs> a lot bigger penis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> not, not, not girth, but I'd definitely go length. Kind of sprouting a twisted tea can right now. And, uh... A healthy baby that's all i could really wish for right now i just want i i want to be into my fucking house i want to have a baby and uh oh, that's your baby is on the way so we at least know your penis works hey it, it only know. needs to work once right depending on how many kids you want but it kind of works mm. yeah it took a few years but... i mean we might as well just continue this i mean i know the question from sarah was directed at you but like preston if you had three wishes you know what would you wish for? Like the genie popped out of the bottle right now and he's Heidi Ho, you know, fucking uh, starts doing his dance, Robin Williams singing at you. What would you wish for? Honestly? 
if I could, if that actually happened, first I'd be in awe. Like I'd just be completely just shocked. I don't even know what I would do. I'd just be like, uh, uh. shits so, his pants in front of Robin Williams. <laughs> basically, just straight, just nothing in the pants, just everything on the floor. Um, if I had three wishes, to be honest with you. I haven't really thought about it. I'm kind of content with my life. Oh, shut up. You have three wishes for anything in the world. Okay. I mean, it's mo it's majority of money, honestly. Like, I, I mean, I'm not broke or anything like that by any means. I'm just saying I would like to have a little bit more money. I'm sure the um, island you're being shipped off to, you'd rather a lot more girls and guys, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, All I right. feel like... Are you going wish. to Thailand? No. I'm going... <laughs> uh Going somewhere completely not on that side of the water. Where are you going? Uh, oh, I'm you sorry. Know, you're not allowed to say it? I mean, that's fair. If you're not allowed to say it, don't say it. I mean, I am. All right, so, like, the island I'm going to right now is San Nicolas Island. It is 65 miles off the coast of L.A. Oh, that's not awful. There's only 200 people on island, and it's all military. It is a oh. some type of trainer command. I have no idea what I'll be doing, but, yeah. That's what how I'm going long, to do. How long and is your, your time there? It's not co-ed, correct? No, it is co-ed. I'm not fucking no dudes, all right? You, you, don't the Navy, to, so. you don't have to fuck the people you're stationed with. I had to say. Okay, let me ask you this. Are we going to be able to still have you on as a guest, or are you going to be gone for a while, potentially, where we might not get to hear from you? Um, No, I, f I think that I'll be able to uh, visit every once in a while, like being able to be on the podcast with you guys. Uh, just a little bit. I don't know how the how it is on the island as of right now because there's obviously no like you know ferry that's going over there. It's sixty five miles. Like that's a lot. That's a yeah. long. That's a long fucking way for a boat. You know what I'm saying? That is a distance. So everything is a flight. So I'm not okay. too mad. So would your second wish be not to go on this trip then? <laughs> Oh, 100%. I'd rather be, I don't even know. I'd honestly be somewhere like either Florida or Texas, because uh, that's what I plan on doing when I get out is moving to Texas. I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, Texas is a good island, right? That's not a fucking <laughs> island, you fucking twat. I uh, know. What, what so naval bases are in Florida? Wait a second. Before we get to that, because there are a lot of naval bases in Florida, but... Oh, you got your three wishes. You have to have your third... No, he didn't say his three wishes. He didn't, he didn't finish his third one. He only got two. You have one last wish, sir. To have the love of my life. Again. That's fair. Sarah. That's very fair. Sarah? Hey, Sarah, Quebec. Uh, Preston's uh, hey, I need a, you, too. I need a workout partner. You know, I'm trying to get swole, too, baby. I feel that, dude. I do. She's I mean, I'm it. kind of the same way, though. I would love to, you know, have the love, you know, of my life and be able to make sure that I'm always happy and that they're always happy. But I mean, kind of the same thing. Money. Everybody wants money and it's greed. I mean, whatever it is. Um, and I'd honestly, this is a weird one, but I have a wish where I could eat whatever I want and never gain weight. I feel like you'd yeah. be eating ass all the time and never cause. gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but ass is zero calories, my boy. <laughs> well, it depends Depending. on what comes out of that ass. Exactly. <laughs> Fecal flakes are zero calories, my boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That's I bet that tequila sounds, smells really well right now, huh? 
So how's your, uh, we haven't, I haven't been on in a minute. So how's your guys' week going? I fucking had bronchitis. So I was coughing up blood. It was a great fucking week. I'm still coughing. So if I cough, sneeze, shit my pants, I'm sorry. You know. Make sure you disinfect your mic, man. He licked as, his mic, everyone. As he goes and just licks the fuck out of it. Okay. We're taking, um, we taking a shot. Your week, Preston? Oh, we should. Everybody drink. Viewers, everybody. I mean, I know it's Monday, but whenever you listen to us, take a shot. Uh, my week? I have been ran like a dog. Um, I started working on the mess decks again, or the galley, or the defac, or just a regular, you know, cafeteria, basically doing some dumbass shit. Um, and then I got taken out of it the next day and had to do some ridiculous fucking bullshit, as the navy and the government love to just do. They love to just fuck everybody, so. Um, it wasn't too bad, but it was just, I was at work at fucking 4.30 in the morning and I was working until like five, six o'clock in the afternoon. So that sounds shitty as fuck. I didn't like, so Saturday, the sickness kicked on. I took Monday and Tuesday off of work cause I was bedridden. I couldn't, I had no air. I could, it sucked so bad. And then I went to work on Wednesday and for some reason, the, the, the lot from the last time I went to work. At the time I went to work, gas went up a dollar and a half. And I was like, what the fuck was that about? That was confusing. Um, and if you guys are dealing with gas prices and you send us a comment in, oh, well, gas is only $5 a gallon. You spent $5 at the bar on a beer. Yeah, I'm not drinking 21 beers, Karen. Okay? I have self-control. don't drink out. I don't, I don't, I, as much as it is, I don't go to the bar to drink anymore. Like This, this is the only time I drink is with you guys. On this podcast. Honestly, the last time I went to a bar was like the beginning of 2020. And that was the last time I've gone. Probably the best time to go to a bar. I mean, realistically, after the, after the beginning of 2020, everything went to shit. Yeah. What was it? Like March? April? Uh, no, it was 2019, wasn't it? Technically, 2019 no. is when the pandemic started. And then started, it went into started in Wuhan in 2019. October of 2019, and yeah. then lockdown in the United States happened in March yeah. 2020. That's crazy, isn't it? But, Good old I mean, times. I don't really find enjoyment going to a bar. Like, sure, I can go out and mingle, whatever, have, you know, meet a female every once in a while, but other than that, it's just... But here's my thing. It. I just actually had a conversation with this. My buddy was like, you know, I don't know where, where to meet nice women. And I literally looked at him and was like, it's not the bar. Like, you're not going to find, no offense to the women that like drinking, going to the bar, or the men too, but you're not going to find your forever woman at the bar. Unless you're looking for that kind of a social bird like that. I mean, you got to go to some nice places. Go to, like, you know, I don't know, the library or art gallery or go to a, a pottery class. You'll find a nice girl there. I mean, I definitely have a buddy that got married to somebody that he met at a bar. I mean... I have a buddy that met a, guy, a girl on Tinder and they're married now. I mean, it is what it is. Like, you'll, you don't... You don't look for love. Love finds you. You it Here's always you finds do. you when you're not looking. Now, everyone that's listening, don't take any information from two of the most unmarriable guys on this podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! Your don't marriage alone is a success because of me. Fuck you. <laughs> I, think, I, have, I think I think my I think my wife would just say otherwise. No, no, no. Bring her in here right now. I talked you up the first day they met. We brought her back to a party at our house. And I talked you up to her, dude. I talked it up well. I led to the flame that is your relationship now. 
I don't like the sound of that, but no, I, it, here's what you do. All right. If you enjoy doing something, do it. Eventually you're going to cross paths with somebody else that has similar interests and ideas and hobbies as you. And Amen. that is the person you want to marry because no matter what, you're going to end up doing something you enjoy to do. And you can talk, you can listen, you pay attention to that, your significant other's interest, because it is also your interest. And that is called compatibility. But here's the thing also on top of that is, you know, hobbies and habits do change over time. You want to find someone that is able to adapt with you, that wants to try new things with you. You know, uh, obviously, Connery, you know, in, in 15 years from now, your hobbies can be completely different than they are from right now. But I guarantee you, Lauren is going to be understanding and want to try those hobbies with you. You have to find someone that is understanding of you and wants to go on. The reason why Lauren and I are successful is because my hobby, she knows my hobby is changing hobbies every three weeks. It's because your that ADD is, is fuck. Oh, dude, I went from 3D printing D&D models to gym to bodybuilding to producing music to i'm all i'm all over the fucking place but she's bunch. understanding and she she you know pushes you to find what you like that's oh, the great um, thing about it so today was a success for uh multiple reasons for drunk discussions oh we ended up yes. bring that up to everybody yeah this is we, big news there's two big things that happened number one is i got a email from um, somebody that ranks podcasts and they're like, hey, you are number like, uh, last month it was 113 in the comedy fiction section on Spotify and I guess now we're in the top 100 on Spotify for comedy fiction which is huge. That's fucking massive. So thank you guys so much for listening. to do with us. That has everything to do with you, the listeners. And before we even started recording today, I got an email that somebody, we sold her a little bit first of merch. So whoever you were as a listener who bought a magnet, a sticker, and a tapestry for your wall, I would like you to personally email us at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com so I can write you a personal, hey, you're the first person to buy merch. That's awesome. Um, maybe invite you on to an episode someday so you can ramble and be drunk with us. Um, but that's those are two huge milestones. And the moment I saw that email, I let everyone know. I was like, guys, you won't fucking believe it. This paid Honestly. for... A I fucking month myself. of hosting. It paid for a month of hosting for the podcast, which, you know, that's four four episodes for you guys. Uh, you know, it means so much when our listeners enjoy what we do. So um, it's very, very critical. If you enjoy what we do, submit questions. We'll fucking discuss them. Have fun with them. We have multiple outlets where you guys can reach us, whether it be our new TikTok, Connery has started, because uh, I suck at it uh or i think we're starting a twitter now too we have our facebook page we're making a patrons page like guys if you love us share the love tell other people if you don't like us fuck you share the load share the load <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so let's get on to the next question um this is from raul and he said, with all the war going on in Ukraine, it's really got me thinking. He said, what is some of the stupidest wars that we've ever fought in human history? The I war on like drugs. Is, <laughs> I, I, say, I feel like this is my specialty. But let's hear from you guys first. I'll bring up some of the four strangest ones that I already know that you guys are going to love. So let's hear you guys first. What do you think is the stupidest war we've ever fought? 
ever in the world, not just America, the world. I would, if I, I'll go first. So I, I honestly don't know about too many wars that are started based off of weird situations, whether somebody got punched in the dick or uh, the booze was had all it, gone, right? Yeah. Had an ear cut off. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, that brings up one, actually. But I would imagine the biggest war that's happening behind the scenes that nobody really pays attention to, this is kind of the weird conspiracy side of me, is... Um, Are you saying war... you your tin hats out right now? No, no, I, no, not even that. I would say the digital war that's going on right now with social media, with the news, the flow of information in general. Fair. And how easily accessible things are. And, and I say the war because you have the largest amount of censoring ever going on right now. Especially with the war in Ukraine. I mean, it, you have Russia who's censoring everything. North Korea who's been censoring everything for a while. but, who, but And not just necessarily think, censoring, but also putting out fake propaganda and fake information. Like when I found out um that the soldiers that said f you to russia are still alive and they didn't die in a flame of glory i mean don't get me wrong i was happy they were alive but also that story crumbled around it because like that was such a badass move i mean there's there's so much going on i mean last night we were talking to uh one of our buddies over in uh liverpool right yeah UK. and he was like you won't fucking believe what's going on with the chelsea uh the, the owner of Football chelsea you know he's selling and donating all the proceeds but he still got kicked out and that's like but then again the information that even and, and it's so weird and this is something that no matter what you should be doing is you should always no matter what the information is even us as people that are talking you should always question what everyone says and do your own research on it because if you take things for granted you're you're, you're sharing false news or you're sharing news that are what was what was that damn thing Logan was talking about during our live episode? He was like, we we're like, can you provide an explanation of that um, information uh, that um, <laughs> oh, yeah. the subject that you're talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I know. And we just literally did it. Uh, oh, well, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. Information you, you gather to support objective your... and subjective. Exactly. I'm too drunk for this. It just kind of came to my mind. Yeah, um, but anyways, I think when it comes to wars, the biggest war that's happening behind the scenes right now is the censoring and the information flow of social media and news. Uh, so let's have a shot to that, and then Preston, what you got? Uh, so basically what Connor was saying is always trust, but also verify the information that you have received from somebody else or a source that you've gotten. Trust, but verify. Yeah, because, wait, you talked about this kind of too, Connery, because wasn't there that lady that was, like, sharing news around to, like, local schools and something, and it was just a dude with a dick out? Like, she didn't even look at it, she just shared it about, like, COVID, and it was just a big black cock. Yeah, no, the big, that big guy with the big black cock. He's like, like, she didn't even look at it, she just shared it. It was, it was something along the lines of, you won't believe what taking this, um, supplement has done to people that have had covid and 84 people have died and she just automatically saw the title of the story and then shared it but when you clicked on the link people were basically getting rickrolled with a big black cock the same guy that's being turned into light switches the dude that's just sitting on the couch he's like sprayed eagle with his fucking massive dong just chilling out 
And uh, to verify, you imagine the conversation around the school for that poor child. Like, yo, your mom just sent a dick pic to the principal. Now, if we're if we're to provide context and clarity to the first question Sarah asked, and my response was a bigger dick. That's the dick I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That is a horse cock, my boy. And I don't know about you. But I don't think any female would want that type of dick inside of her. No, God, no. Look, I'm at the point in my life where I have a kid on the way. I don't have to worry about the cock. Bro, I have a kid. And I still, I don't give a fuck about the size. But at the yeah. same time, like, if you walk up to a chick and it's just bulging out your pants, she's going to look down and be like, that's just too big. You can't. Like, I guess that's- it- there's a happy median bat. for everything, guys. I mean, you I don't want to be a baseball bat in your pants that you're gonna beat some bitch, some chicks. I mean, I'm not called the, the Italian interior. stallion for nothing. Me, my the wife. In, the interior of a female's vagina. You're just just straight rearranging everything. Fuck her pelvis. Fuck the fucking cervix. Fuck her guts. Fuck I mean, everything. I mean, the intestines 26 feet long, right? I mean, Connery, when your child is born, right, are you going to be there to witness the birth? You're going to watch it come out of Lauren? Because it's like watching your favorite restaurant burn down. So I listened to, um, like, you'll eat it again, but it's not going to taste the same. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Tom Segura's podcast today. Uh, I'm disappointed I can't remember the name. Anyways, I was listening to it, and uh, Tom and Push were talking about, she was like, did I shit? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, did I shit while giving birth to my kid? And he was like, no, you didn't. That was 16 years ago. No, you didn't shit. And she was like, you're lying to me, aren't you? And then I was thinking about it. He, he said, no, you definitely ripped down to your asshole. You turn your taint into a twasn't, but you didn't shit, your, shit yourself. And she was like, you're lying. And he was like, why would I lie after 16 years? And, and then I visually was thinking about my four foot 11 wife pushing out my offspring and i'm fucking huge i'm a big person i was like this is honey don't listen to this episode just skip the next five minutes uh i've been doing nightmares. this oh she is i was like this is gonna be a traumatic experience but i definitely think i could power through after so watching something don't like women usually what is it called when like some women get surgery down there mm-hmm. afterwards it's like a vaginoplasty right is that what it's called or something it's, Olaplasty or something like that? I don't know. Like that. All they do is go in with like a men in black mind eraser for the vagina and just creates ridges all over again. <laughs> That's all it does. <laughs> like I and I and me, I'm I handle pain with humor. That's how I've always handled it. Uncomfortable situations, boom. Amen. Humor. But I don't ever want to be that guy that said, Hey, can you throw in a few extra stitches for me? That's stupid. That's such a common joke. So I've been trying to think of new jokes that uh, I can use during that situation. I, I heard you wouldn't look the doctor right in the, eyes and be like, in the eyes and be like, can you turn it inside out? <laughs> what, motherfucker? That was another thing that Push, uh, Christina Pajinski, she was saying her bladder came out during the pushing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, prolapsed gene. Yeah, that's what that's called. Prolapsed of the fucking... <laughs> and she was like, is this normal? And they're like, yeah, if you push really, really hard, it can come out. And again, Lauren, I told you not to listen. I'm going to fucking um, grow up. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners. And she was like, this, you know, they're like, does it go away? And she, they're like, yeah, after a few days. And if I 
I am going to be there. I'm a very, very supportive husband. I am going to be there for my wife, but I will pass the fuck out. All I hear is that you're made, you're bitch made. No, in all honesty, I don't think that you're going to be able to sit in the room with her because of obviously the the protocols and shit like that now since the pandemic no. and everything. No, 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 no. I'm in Florida. Those protocols are gone for him. You know, yeah, he's in Florida. He gets to be there. Um, oh, yeah. My yeah. biggest thing here is I just have to do a shout out to women because, like, I I watched the this documentary on childbirth once. It was like whatever. I don't know what it was called. Um, but I sat through this and I know Heather came around and recorded me because I was like, it's not supposed to do that. Like, honestly, women have a higher pain tolerance than men. I said it. I said it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I could not give birth. I don't give a shit. I saw something in a day where they're saying periods, like the spasms from periods are the equivalent to having a heart attack in your vagina. I didn't know a vagina had a heart in it to even have a heart attack in the first place, but that's news. I mean, my I dad always told me that, you know, you should never trust something that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die, but I ignore that tr- that, that information now. Yeah, it's just flavor. Ooh. And- Red wings for days, baby. That's what they're saying. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I can walk through mud. I can fuck through blood. Jesus Christ, this has really gone to a vagina specific. I don't episode, even. Hasn't it? I don't even care. I'm trash, guys. Like, hey, this uh, horse soldier, 126 proof, absolutely mind bottling. Like three drinks, and I'm I'm next level. It yeah, bottled your. It. it bottled your mind, Paul. It did. It bottled my mind. Where's it? Or do you mean Bog- boggled? Boggled is boggling. what I, think I meant. Boggled. What's your boggling. shirt say, Paul? Tuner Gold? <sighs> Tuner Cult. Shout out to oh. Tuner Cult if you want to sponsor us. We're right here. Um, let's get on. To, we're still on the war thing, and we kind of got yeah. away from it to vaginas somehow. Um, so I'm going to go over some of them because I'm a history nerd, and I fucking love that shit. So my number one weirdest war. Oh, we're going to drink before? Yeah, drink. Everyone drink. Cheers. We're talking war. We're talking vaginas. We're talking whatever all the same thing has there been a war that started over pussy oh many wars have started over women dude women land resources but the number ukraine. one that tops it all yes ukraine's a resource war um but the number one that tops it all is called the pastry war have you guys ever heard of the pastry war like are we talking like nipple pasties no 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 not pasties pastry like oh. a croissant you know oh, croissant. oh my croissant so the pastry war was a war between mexico and france um way back in 1828 there was a war between france and mexico because a frenchman living in mexico during a, a riot had lost his bakery shop so he reached out to the mexican government they did nothing not a damn thing so what he did is he reached out to the french monarch and at the time that would have been King Louis Philip the first. And what he did is he went back to Mexico and said, Hey, you have to fix his shop. And add, he added 90% interest rate onto that. Obviously Mexico said, fuck you guys. Well, 90, 90% interest. I know it was kind of a, like, they just wanted to start a war. High um, as fuck. That no, there. It's like us and fucking tea back in when we fucking separated from the British. Like exactly, it was just a, a a big proxy kind of. But regardless, this war was so big at the time that Santa Anna came out of retirement for this war. 
So the French blockaded all of their ports, um, and they actually had a war where casualties were lost. Thousands of casualties were lost because of this. Um, but yeah, that that was probably the craziest over a freaking bakery shop. Um, I'd say number two on my list would be uh, Jenkins' ear, the War of Jenkins' ear. Um, I know I'm looking at Preston right now, going like because he he said the ear quote earlier. Connery's kind of confused. Um, but yeah, there, Connery, there is a war over an ear. Do you want to hear about this war over an ear? Yes. So in 1731, a British trader named Robert Jenkins was stopped by a Spanish authority ship, you know, like out there in the waters of uh, um, the Caribbean. And they pretty much accused him of smuggling goods, right? Calling him a pirate. And so they took all the goods and then they cut off his ear for good measure. Like so he went both of them or just one? No, just just one. He was, you know, Van Gogh. They just Van Gogh'd him. Um, but that was before Van Gogh. But regardless. So he went back to the king. And the king took eight fucking years to do this, right? Like, it's think just... about that. Eight years later. He uh, messages Spain and he was like, hey, you have to pay for this man's ear and for the goods. And of course, Spain was like, hey, fuck you guys. So what do you think England did? A war. We're going to made them some bitches is what they we're going to do. Down to the Caribbean, down to South Africa, to all of the Spanish colonies. And over a five-year period, they lost 25,000 men and almost 6,000 ships over so, this war. Over an let's, year. Let's put this into modern-day standards, right? How prevalent was this guy that lost his ear was he a pretty i mean he was he was a commander he was an okay. a commander of a ship so um, so he was well known again let's put it into modern day circumstances right let's say uh this um let's say the attorney general was over in ukraine and russia kidnapped him cut off his ear and sent him back right do you think we'd go to war over that in the circumstances we're at right now with nuclear powers, no, because I hate to say it, but like man power back in the 1700s, you had you, countries would throw them at people. They don't care. Like it's just it's just another man. Now, one one click of a button and half a million to a million people are gone. Regardless of fucking us having nuclear power right now, right? Wouldn't you just sum that up to like a wound in combat regardless of what the situation oh, yeah. is he'd probably get a purple heart for it and they're like here's some money from the va to fix your fucking ear yeah but and also with the dude that was on the ship like i i don't remember his name but he technically in like quote unquote standards of being a seafaring person you're a pirate regardless of what you're doing no no so in reality, he w he did not steal any cargo. He was transporting cargo from the Caribbean to England. The Spanish intervened and stopped him because his ship looked like an already existing pirate ship on the water that has been wanted. And then they just assumed it was him and then took the cargo and cut his ear off. It's Probably, we've heard a lot of stories about that kind of recently, too, but that's oddly specific they're like we're just gonna take one ear oh you have no idea dude like the what is it the there was a ship in the caribbean that was lost with gold that was a pirate because he literally left the british empire 
um, because the British were taxing him so much for stealing gold from the Spanish. Wait, wasn't there that uh, ship that was just discovered in Antarctica from like 19? Yes, that was. And you know, it's funny. Everyone survived um, from that excursion. You realize that, right? No. Like no but one died on that ship. There was, But that wasn't. They sailed to go find Antarctica. That's what yes. it was for. Mm-hmm. And they weren't going there to, you know, fucking raid or anything like that. They were just trying to discover it. Yeah. And they were well prepared for it because they knew if they found it, it was going to be cold. Now, well, honestly, they were so prepared. That's why they all survived. No one, exactly. they had no loss of casualty or no loss of life uh, because they actually took, I think it was like a dinghy. Is that what you'd call it? Like a side ship, a dinghy, right? It was, it was a dinghy. It, yeah. They rode, I think it was like 110 miles. In Isn't that, that crazy? Fucking, in that fucking oh. thing and got to land and came back for the people. The reason why it sunk, though, was because. Of the uh, of the ice, they and obviously nowadays we have ships that are supposed to go in front of other ships, regardless of what they are, to actually break the ice to be able. They called icebreakers and not like that thing. Basically, I can't remember the actual name for it, but that's the the general fucking term for them. Um, and obviously, if you're gonna go find a this frozen fucking land, right, in a wooden boat on that. Come on, it's gonna have some type of fucking like just disaster, and it was like what eighteen fourteen or eighteen forty one or some shit like that. Nineteen twelve, right? Oh yeah, it was nineteen. I think it was nineteen twelve. I'm good with numbers, but not remembering anything. Well, I mean, we might as well now. jump to some other wars while we're here because I have four total um, that are my favorite the stupid ones. Obviously, we have the Opium War which a lot of people already know, you know, the 1930s, Britain, um, you know, sending in opium and drugs to China uh, through the Silk Roads, through everything uh, to try to get them hooked on opium. And there was multiple wars fought in China because of that. China actually made uh, a police force to enforce the, you know, prohibition of opium. Um, so that's kind of the first, you know, war on drugs we've ever seen was in the ni- the 1830s. Um so there's a lot of, you know, things that people don't realize, but there was a free trade in China. So there was around an annual, think about this, this is 1830s, around 7,000 tons of opium sent into China from the British. So um, for me, because I don't know what opium is particularly, what what is opium? Is that like a... Methamphetamines? So no. So opium is, uh, I'm pretty sure it is the uh, the resin from the poppy seed plant or poppy plants. Um, nowadays, we have heroin that is derived from it, but there's a lot of extra steps there from opium. Um, but it is an extremely addictive and hallucinogenic substance where like, they purposely put it into the streets because they know for a fact the population would have been addicted to it. So to go back to the ship that was lost in the in Antarctica was the Endurance, and the dude's name was mm-hmm. Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. And what year was that, 1912? Uh, 1915 is when the ship went down. That was close. It, it really didn't have that much endurance. But I'm dumbass. A good one. So, I mean, other than the, uh, I mean, the Opium War, there was one that was called the Kettle War. Um, it was like in the 1780s. It was like between the Northern uh, Netherlands and like an independent republic, uh, like 
they were saying they were the Holy Roman Empire. Um, but pretty much he went in there and he had a group of ships. He blocked off river openings and trading areas and killed some people and pretty much said, like, you know, surrender immediately. They didn't. And a war sure. broke out. And, and, you know, actually other countries did become, you know, because of this war. So we have the Netherlands now. We have Belgium now. Um, because of this, and the Holy Roman Empire actually abandoned its desires in the southern Netherlands because of that war. Um, so I don't actually know why they call it the Kettle War, if I remember, but it is what it is. It was kind of a brief one, but there are some wasn't, stupid ones out there. Wasn't that because it was over resources that were used to make tea kettles? Yes, that's what it was. Thank you. It was it was like uh, resources of metal. I think it was like. Um, it wasn't bronze, so it was for iron smelting at the time, because it was 1780s, uh, to to make kettles, yeah, to key kettles and pots in general. But regardless, throughout history, there have been war over women, war over men, war over currency, war over just resources, drugs. We have always found a reason to fuck with one another. So it's crazy that this episode has been... It's definitely been about pussy and history. And <laughs> if you can learn anything from this, it's they could correlate. But uh, do you want to get into Ukraine? It's a touchy subject right now. I'm going to be honest. I don't know enough about it. I know it is a resource war. I know Russia has been poking at Ukraine for a while. Obviously, the annexation of Crimea uh, during the Obama administration. Um, but even before that, even during Bush, they took over portions of areas too. I mean, I, Russia's always been that bear that just like, instead of being poked, it always wants to poke others. So I, I don't know. I honestly think it's because Putin, I think he knows he's had a 10 year reign, right? And he, he knows he's on his last leg. His country's failing. I think he's just trying to go out with a bane, but I, I, it's, it's such a weird position because they're they're doing all this stuff where they're throwing in armored trains we know that's kind of the, the last hurrah of it but i don't know it's it is a interesting thing i mean i i think the biggest takeaway from everything that's going on and i know it's more of a statute um of how he wants to be perceived i mean he's even during the obama administration um and you know when it comes to parties I, i'm not going to discuss bipartisanship or anything like that but back when obama was in administration they one party made fun of obama while he was riding a bicycle and wearing a helmet and photos came out of putin riding a horse shirtless that is a phenomenal meme that's been around forever right um but it's it's funny that putin's been trying to paint this image of himself of this strong masculine leader and now you've got the Ukrainian president who plays the piano with his cock, um, is a comedian, and albeit a leader that has well, been somebody we, that... Again, we don't know all the information because there's a lot of propaganda that has been thrown up from the Ukrainians. On I'm not taking either side. I'm really not because I think this war is stupid. verify. Exactly. And, um, and, and, and this could, again, absolutely be propaganda. I mean, everything that the Western culture, us, have been seen is the Ukrainian president as this phenomenal leader. And uh, cheers. Let's have a shot. I guess cheers to that. 
because we don't know what a phenomenal leader is. Yeah, well, we haven't had one in a few years. Um, Not a few years ever, I feel like. Shit. Somebody posted on Facebook, they were like, these gas prices are due to, due to Biden. And I was like, nah, I, no, I think you're incorrect. Let me get this it's out of the way. Abraham Lincoln. And he was like, how does Abraham Lincoln have anything to do with this? I was like, ex- the exact same exactly. way any president no, has anything to do with this. No president has that control. I mean, people were arguing with the pipeline. I get it. People are, are, are arguing about the pipeline. But you have to realize that pipeline's already in existence. It was an add-on. We were looking at, I think, a total of $3 billion of net income from that pipeline. It acutes to, what, 1%? Nope. Point Not even? Zero, zero. Three percent of the world's natural yeah it does nothing it it literally brings us i think three billion dollars annually it does nothing for us majority of the money would go to canada so again people get get over that the pipeline did nothing really for us again biggest thing is our reserves and these oil companies and oil tycoons are purposely artificially inflating the price because russia did increase it i'm not saying that doesn't have an effect to it um, but regardless, it's the oil companies, guys. It's not no president has that control. They and really I want to I want to put it out there. It's not the gas stations. Those are what you would consider franchises, businesses. Even if the entire country was to boycott getting gasoline, it wouldn't really make any difference. All you're doing is actually hurting businesses, franchises, corporations that run these establishments that hire these people. Um, it comes down to realistically. Tycoons. Tycoons, yeah. Oil tycoons. To be honest with you, I don't understand why we don't use our own reserves that we have right now that are in Texas and the we are tri- the tri-state the area. If for- we weren't taking our reserves right now, gas would even be higher than it is. Think about that. We are using our reserves. We are using a small bit to stiffen or like, what is that the right word? I don't even know. To lower the price a little bit. But if we had not been u- dipping into our reserves... Dude, gas would probably be $11 a gallon right now. I mean, shit, if you go to California right now, because since that's where I'm be going here shortly in a few months, uh, the shit's like 6 almost $7 a gallon. And I mean, it's not just there. There's a lot of... I think in Florida there's a city, and I think in D.C. too, where gas is $7 a gallon. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. I was, I was also stroll, uh, scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a meme... It was like gas prices have in California have hit the highs that were uh, in fucking what the fuck was it? I am legend. But cheers, guys. I'm that was out of vodka. Dude, this 126 proof is killing me. I know, I you're looking trash. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout out Horse Soldier. I don't know what you fucking put in this, but it is top notch. It is smooth as hell for 126 proof. I don't know how I'm going to make it through this goddamn podcast. Um, so we might as well move on to the next question. Okay. Yeah. Um, hold on. I have to freaking find it. It was, I, I just lost it. I have it pulled up. Before we get into that next question, while Paul's looking for that, it, if you guys are worried about gas prices, that is the last thing you should definitely be worried about, by the way, when it comes to all the things so, that are going on right now. Honestly, this... what would you do? Are you going to just sit there and fucking walk everywhere? I don't fucking think so. so. I thought about riding my bike. I ain't going to lie. It's not that far. I thought about riding my bicycle. I really For $2,300, which if you look at the grand scheme of things, you can do an Amazon card. You can buy an electric bicycle. 
that goes 60 miles an hour and it can go 90 miles on a full charge, that's commuting bicycle right there. If you, if you don't have to take a major highway, that's fucking the way to go right now while everything's going crazy. I mean, shit, if you ride a bicycle in the work or whatever, you know, fucking kudos to you because that's I'm paying, exercise. I'm paying $300 a week just to drive to gas right now or just drive to work right now. That's one ridiculous, but it's also because of your traffic. Fuck Florida. Um, so here's the thing. I do have one question, and it is to Logan, actually, that was sent to me. Um, so we wait for Logan to come back on because sadly he had to step away from this podcast, as you guys obviously have put that together. So I can skip that question if you want. Uh, we'll have Logan answer it the next episode. What, 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 do you, what is it? Okay, well, it was... Um, from who? I don't. I feel like I gotta save it. I don't want to say it. If we're gonna do it right now, then we're gonna do it. I want to do it. Okay. Well, then we're gonna do it. This is technically for Logan, but we're all doing it. So, Logan, I know you listen to this, but we love you, and we'll ask you the next podcast this exact question just to catch up. Logan, I really, really hope that cream helps. So this is from Sasha from Utah. She asked, "Would you?" And I actually already said this to Preston, and he heard it. Uh, would you rather throw away your true love or all the money you could ever ask for? So, in Logan's situation, it would be, would you throw away Mina or would you take all the money in the world? And that's a deep question, and I really kind of want to hear what he has to say. The next podcast will go over that, but Connery, would you throw away Lauren, the love of your life, the, fa- the mother of your child, for the m- Jeff Bezos money? Billions. Even like if you were to tell me right now, hey, would you get a 20% paying better job to throw away the love of your life? I'd say no. Like, it, it, and, and I take this because I have been in the position where I've, I basically have hit bankruptcy in the relationship that I'm in now um, and grown to where I'm at now. Um, she's been the most supportive person in my life. And I really, I wouldn't throw that away for anything. It's not worth it. For me, honestly, I don't know. Um, I've already lost the love of my life, so it doesn't really matter to me. He's uh, over here money, like, spend the money, bitches! I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that woman to death. I'd give If she came to me and asked me for help for anything, I would help her, obviously. But I don't know, man. I don't know if I would rather take the money or keep her. If I was still in a relationship with her, then yes. I would definitely, I wouldn't throw it that love of my life away because money will come and go regardless of what you do no matter what and is the root of all evil in this world is money so i really don't give a fuck about the money but didn't you I say though it's a biblical didn't term, you man, say though. you would suck a dick for a million dollars actually <laughs> I, I said we have that on the podcast i said that i think it was like what like 1.5 or like 4 mil or some shit like that because you're playing like the fucking powerball or some shit like that but would she judge you for that and leave you for sucking a dick for a million dollars i hope not no she probably she'd join look i in the end of the day i think we're all those kind of men where we care more about spending our life with the person who truly makes us happy over money which is rare nowadays that's why i think we all get along most Men, not just men, would be like, fuck me the money. Give me the money, whatever. I'll find love. I'll buy love. But you you can't buy love. True love is something that is is very hard to come by. When you find it, it makes you do think, crazy things. 
so let's put it this way. 20 years ago, $20,000 was enough to realistically each year have a place to live. You're renting or you even bought a house. Nowadays, if you're making 20, 30, 40 grand even, or a combined income of 60 grand a year, it's not you're enough. In really. you're, you're in poverty. You're in poverty. Um, and I think relationships, and, I, and, and I'll make a bet right now that 20 years from now, the statistics are going to come out saying people that were going through all of this right now, the divorce rate was a little bit lower because of what's going on, because people have found somebody that's able to be a part of everything that's going on, whether that, and, and I say that from like 2020, right? If you have managed to find somebody you've been in a relationship with since the beginning of the pandemic, gone through the ups and downs of it, and you decided within this past, what is it now? Two, two years, three years? What year is it right now? 2022? 22. I don't know. 22, guy. Uh, I lost track of years. Ooh. Um, I think, I think you're going to be better off. I mean, right now is a, a really fucking rough time. Well, we always say that, but like, it's always like, if we look through history, there's always been a rough time. It's all, it's never easy on the middleman or the lower income. It's never easy on us. It's the ones that are able to go past that adversity and do something about it. I mean, you can ha- you can even say that for the recession of what two uh, oh eight and oh nine, yeah, and then yeah. the, the Great Depression. Also, we were. I mean, it seems that there's years that we will always hit that low for income and everything like that. And if you have somebody with you that can help you with a combined income or whatever else, I mean, there's nothing to leave. And I point. think that's why a lot of people nowadays are couples and friends are coming together, getting roommates to have like a joint income because you can't, you can't rent a house or even an apartment on $35,000, dollars a year now. You have your rent, you have your insurances, you have your utilities, you have your food. Like it's, it is getting harder and harder. And then you hear, I don't know, yesterday that Congress uh, past the 21% increase on their fucking pay? Like, are you kidding me? You have these people that are fucking almost in their 90s and shit in our Congress running the country, doing all this other shit while all these fucking other people are just struggling for money. I mean, shit, I found a fucking apartment for like $780 a month, and it comes with, you know, utilities and shit like that in, uh, included besides electricity and fuck dude that's that's like so look if you're listening to this on a monday morning i'm sorry i i want to put it out there i'm sorry for bringing down your spirit so let's let's switch over to something a little bit happier so well i don't know about this is happier but we do have a question we do have a question and this one is one of my favorites come in no no no. i saved this i really did save this um, so this is from someone that I personally know, and I was in the military with. He's from Puerto Rico, uh, Mato. Uh, either way, he sent in. <laughs> what is the craziest? And if if you have ever, what is the craziest way you've ever broke the law? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mato, I love you, my boy. I hope Puerto Rico is good. So let's start off with Preston. Preston, anything right off the top of your mind? 
This is uh, all below the age of 18, obviously, so it can't be held against you. Yeah, everything's under the age of 16 because I think that's the trial for adult. Oh, yeah. sure. That, that, that's what I meant. 16. Yeah, 16. I mean, shit, I don't know. Off the top of my head right now, I don't know. Because there's a lot of shit I've done. There's a lot of shit that I've broken the law for. Tell me uh, about it, dude. All right, man. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say it's super crazy, but it's definitely crazy for somebody that's, you know, of the age of like 13 to 14. Um, I was definitely fucking doing some dumb shit for some poon. I ain't going to lie. Middle of the night, taking off on a dirt bike just to go get some fucking poon. And I'm not going to lie to you. That bitch was loud. Like, not, not the woman, not the woman, the dirt bike, though. I was racing down one of my uh, county roads that ran into an actual, like, like state road. And I had a whole bunch of fucking popos just lining down the road. And I'm just flying by on this RMZ 250 trying to go get some Rapping. You just fucking ripping it, huh? Two-stroking, huh? Oh, yeah. Just fucking cruising down the road. No helmet. I was wearing some fucking regular ass shoes. I mean, that's your craziest thing, though. You never done anything like, you know, you knew you were breaking the law to the nth degree and you just didn't give a fuck. Okay. I mean, I was driving down from fucking Jacksonville down to Miami with some uh, unsolicited items in the car. Doing, Ooh. Doing about, I don't know, 210, What car were you in? I call bullshit. Bullshit. Okay. So I own, I own. Wait, a, wait, wait, wait. What year was this? First of all, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you. 2005, that. 2006, seven. Yeah, what? Uh, yeah. 1999. We'll just go yeah. when he was six years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was doing some things that I shouldn't have been doing at the time because you know, money is money at that time. Uh, flew past, I don't know, probably two or three state cops in Florida, and Ballsy all I saw, all I saw, were lights come on and then shut right back off. You can beat the car, but you can't beat the radio. I can promise you that one. It's true. It's true. Connery, what is uh your craziest thing that you've ever been breaking the law for? You never. You didn't say get caught. It just said you were breaking the law. I mean, I have plenty of them, and my mom has a list of them, so I know I'm I'm good on stories. So when I was, I think it was like eight, anywhere from eight to twelve, we were at um, the Polaris Mall, and there was uh, a shop, and it's no longer. I don't think it's there anymore. It's been replaced by like an eye care center, but it was called like what on or what on earth? No, or... I think it's still there. It's I think it's still there. They sold like rocks and crystals and fossils and shit like that. There was this piece of amethyst crystal that I really liked. And I remember um, I stole it. I stole it. Ooh. And because I was, I was a nerdy kid, I was, I was really into uh, volcanology. Astrology. <laughs> no, I was really this, into volcanology. This crystal is going to uh, align my chakras. No, I was, I was really curious about um you know sediments and how crystals are formed and rocks and geology and everything that was going on in that and i i pocketed it and um i ended up getting caught by my 
uh, by my aunt, and she was like, "Is this one of uh, your cousin's uh, rocks?" And I was like, "No, yeah, sure, sure." And and she put it back, and he was like, "No, this isn't it." And uh, I was like, "Yeah, I stole that." So I had to return wow. it. You wild man! I uh, look, wild. I I have I'm a stories. And I'm going to say them because my boy Travis listens to this. Anytime I was with my buddy Travis or Bryson, we did some of the stupidest shit. And I, I think we've talked about one of them. Uh, you know, we, we lit up a cop car with a paintball gun. Dumb. Uh, we used to throw pumpkins at mailboxes. Stupid. Definitely a felony, but I was under the age of 16. Um, but the worst one is we it was middle of the snow. We had a snow day all together in the basement. You know, the MW2 days or M- Modern Warfare days, we all carried our own TVs and our Xbox 360 days over, and we were playing COD together. Well, how did Travis guess, Travis gets the great idea that we should go outside? And it's snowing. So we walk through the woods, we walk up to the intersection, and we're at the train tracks. We're like, you know, those train track, you know, rails or whatever don't look that heavy. And we take a couple of them and pile them up on the road. Don't know why we did it. It was stupid. Um, but it's an icy, snowy day. Looking back at it now, I'm like, I could have killed someone. But at the time, we're like, this is fucking funny. Oh my god, we should put the fucking railroad tie on the road. So we carry this fucking 300-pound railroad tie, set it in the middle of the road, and we wait for cars to come. They'll come, they see it, they slow down. One Guy gets out and tries to push it, can't, so he tries to go around it, and he can't, so he just turns around. We're laughing our ass off. So we have our fun. We move it. We walk down the road, and we're playing Xbox again. It's like 2.30 in the morning, 3 a.m., and all of a sudden, we hear the doorbell ring. At the time, we're like, we didn't think it was 2.30 in the morning. My mother comes down the stairs. She turns the corner. She says, hey, boys, get up here. We're like, why? She's like, well. The sheriff's here and they want to talk to you. And at that moment, I look at my buddy Travis and Sean. I'm like, fuck. So we're up there talking to the cops. And he's like, did you guys do that? And we're like, no, 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 no. He's like, did you go around the mailboxes? No, 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 no. He's like, guys, it's snowing outside. I followed your fucking tracks here. Not the smartest people at fucking like 12 or 13, but it is what it is. That was somebody else, I swear. Oh, yeah, right? It wasn't us, officer. Sounds like some shit that you would pull, like, the invisible rope across the road. You have two people on both sides of the road, and you act like you're pulling a rope. See, now you say that, um, but we actually did that shit. We would take a rope and tie it to mailboxes or a log and let cars run through. So we we lived at an intersection, right? And we these people... It. Yeah, we did. We lived at the... you, were, you were under 10 years old, correct? We were really young. We were No, this yeah. this actually happened when I was really young. But we would uh, take rope and tie it to a mailbox and a wooden log and we lived at a four-way stop sign and at like 12 one o'clock people would just run that stop sign they didn't give a shit and i shit you not this f-150 brand new f-150 at the time comes barreling through runs the stop sign and he hits this rope and this log flies through his back windshield and shatters his back windshield we are holding each other's mouths closed hidden by a pine tree Trying to make sure we're not caught. Just cracking up laughing. And as he's getting in his truck, my buddy Sean literally yells, 
serves you right, asshole. And he gets back out and we start taking off. <laughs> like, right through the woods, running as fast as we could. Like, we did some fucking hilljack stupid shit on this road as kids. Like, 10, 12, 13 years old. So it sounds like the moral of the story is don't run stop signs no matter what time of the day or night. No. Don't shit. be that jackass and fucking do that. I've actually lost a buddy because of that, but yeah. Well, guys, that's it for today's episode of Drunk Discussions. Thank you guys so much for listening in. If you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns that you can shove up your ass, you can reach us on uh, everything, basically, at this point. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions. Uh, what you got, Paul? I do want to add, like we talked about it before, guys, it's all on you. Thank you so much for getting us above the top 100 for comedy. We're just wanting to go higher. If you like us, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, share. If you don't, as Connery said, go fuck yourselves. I wouldn't say fuck yourselves.